right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Thursday, October the 7th of 2021. We've kind of prepped ourselves for today all week with the idea this is going to be a long day. Yeah. Right? Morning radio, we wake up 345, 350, something like that. Do the show, all the stuff after the show. We have a broadcast later on today. And then we have the football game tonight, which I host, and like everybody's going to be there. And uh, I really, the vision was we were going to have a great night's sleep and everybody was going to wake up and be happy today. Uh-huh. I'm sure your kid, my kid, my <laughs> wife, all good. But uh, you and I, for some reason, are both exhausted already <laughs> and it's only 6.04. So we would welcome all of your positive vibes, encouraging words, oh. prayers, thoughts, all of it. Yeah. Because I'm already thinking that, oh my gosh, how am I going to make it all the way through this day? It's 6.04. <laughs> because uh, ESPN football days like this, you know, yeah. the games kind of run a little bit long because it is a television game. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm not going to get out of there probably until 10 or 1030 tonight. Yeah. And then we have to start over in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I decided to eat breakfast this morning because I typically don't. I like, I don't have time. Sometimes I'll eat like a muffin or a bagel or something like that just for some carbs. But this morning, it was like, I'm going to drink a protein shake. I'm going to eat some oatmeal. I'm really going to try today. Some extra fuel, huh? Well, that's the vision behind it. And less sugar, too. You got to watch out for that sugar. This is a sugar-free one. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So you're all right. It says sugar-free. You realize there's a sweetener in there. Huh? What? You realize that. Just because it's not (laughs) sugar, there's no telling what you're drinking over there. There's no telling. It's fine. So today, October 7th, what can you celebrate today? You can celebrate National Inner Beauty Day. So celebrate the beauty that you have within, as opposed to just the exterior beauty, which Kelly's always told us this week that she was the hot teacher. Okay, Brandon. National Frappe Day today. So maybe, is that the ice cream-like thing? Like the frozen drinks? Uh, National Chocolate Covered Pretzel Day and also National Bathtub Day. So. Well, maybe you could celebrate that today. Laying in the bathtub. Yeah. You know, we've been in our house for a year. I haven't once been in the bathtub. <laughs> have you not? No, because I, I don't know. Like, unless I'm hurting Ooh, somewhere. Oh, and y'all have one of those really cool baths, too. Yeah. Has has your wife taken one? Oh, yeah. She okay. takes them. Kai takes them. I don't. Just don't really like the visual of me laying in the bath, so we won't get into that this morning. <laughs> Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2002. And Tracy Bird had the number one song in country music on this day. After round seven, four, was it was eight? eight. I bought around for the whole day. Here we go. And after nine rounds, was well, they were counting me out, and I was about to give in. Then after ten rounds with Jose Cuervo, I lost count and started counting again. Oh, yeah. Nineteen years ago today. I went two rounds with Jose Cuervo. The song was number one. Three rounds with Jose Cuervo. You know what's coming next, Kelly? Oh, what? <laughs> five. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's very much, Kelly. Wrote this song? <laughs> Easy now. Oh no, man, I'm scared of that stuff. <laughs> Tracy Bird, 10 rounds with Jose Cuervo. It was number one on this day in 2002. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
All right, Thursday morning is here, October the 7th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings, Gotcha Gossip. Gotcha Gossip on Justin Bieber. And I'll be right here with you today. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my from California. So Justin Bieber has a documentary on Amazon Prime coming out. And in a preview of the show, it shows him chatting with his wife, Haley Baldwin, about starting a family in the near future. Well, Justin and Haley have been married for three years. Because every time I think of Justin Bieber, what do you picture him as? As a kid? Right, like 16. a teenager? Yeah. Right. So just so you know, him and Haley have been married for three years. He's 27. She's wow. 24. So it's not too far-fetched to start a family. Uh, the documentary is called Justin Bieber, Our World. And it has footage leading up to Justin's 2020 New Year's Eve concert, which was his full first full concert outing in three years um, after some of the, the hardships that he went through. But also in the clip, Justin and Haley are discussing the upcoming year. And Haley's like, you know, what's your focus going to be this year? Well, Justin Bieber says, quote, to continue to set goals and have fun doing them. Make sure I put family first and hope hopefully we will squish out a nugget. So I guess that means have a baby. Meaning a baby. Not, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so, and then Justin uh, asked Haley uh, at the end of 2021, how about we start trying? So there's a huge chance in the next few months we'll end up hearing a baby announcement from the Biebers. All right. Congratulations, Justin Bieber, on the potential baby. All right, got you gossip today on another Justin. This time it's Justin Timberlake. All those things I should have been good, but you dance, dance, dance. And ain't nobody leaving, so, so keep dancing. Can't stop the feeling. So just dance. All right, so Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel are leaving Los Angeles. That's a pretty big story right now because evidently they have one home on the East Coast, but they spend much of their time on their ranch in Montana. And that's where they enjoy raising their family. So they don't see the need to have this uh, Hollywood Hills mansion anymore. So here's what they're doing. Justin bought the mansion for eight million bucks. Hmm. It's currently listed for thirty five million. I mean, it's the rights to say I bought Justin Timberlake's house, right? It's crazy. So it's 10 acres. Uh, it's on a cul-de-sac. It showcases this 13,000 square foot home. It's a Spanish style mansion. There's seven bedrooms. There's a movie screening room, a gym, a guest house, a tennis court, and a huge pool. But again, he bought it for $8 million and is selling it for $35 million. <laughs> It's not bad to be Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Gotcha gossip on Megan Trainer. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. So it's no nice to have trouble. a level of comfort with your romantic partner, but Megan Trainer and her husband Daryl Sabera have taken things to another level. Uh, by equipping their bathroom with side-by-side toilets. So they did it after Megan gave birth earlier this year. Here's Megan Trainer. We just got a new house and we did construction. Uh, (laughs) Nobody knows this, but in our bathroom, there was one toilet and... A lot of times in the middle of the night when we're with the baby, like we we got to pee at the same time. Mm-mm. So I was like, "Can we please have two toilets next to each other?" So we, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it is insanity. That's an exclusive. You guys Wait a minute, <laughs> we got I'm two sorry. toilets sitting Excuse next to each me. other, and we've only pooped together twice. Oh, you looked at a contractor, another adult in the face, yes. and oh. you said. We need a bathroom with two <laughs> toilets next to each other. And he and laughed that adult and, said, okay. Oh. He laughed and thought I was joking. And I was like, no, I'm not joking. And then he did it. 
So Brandon, let's pretend you and your wife are going to no, have another no, baby, no, and you go to bat, you go to the bathroom no. at the same time every night, and you need side by side toilets. If they were going to be installed for free, would you say yes? There is no way I would do that. I'll walk across the house if we have to go at the same time. I know that's crazy. I couldn't even do the one side by side. Yeah, I'm weird about doing the one in a public restroom with one of those dividers. Well, Megan Trainer isn't that. That's too much. <laughs> I know. Right? Too much. All right, so got your gossip today on Paul Stanley and the band Kiss. So the band Kiss is doing their farewell tour, and they're saying they're going to wrap it up in 2022, which is crazy because uh, the farewell tour has been going on since about 87. (laughs) Uh, Paul Stanley says that they believe Kiss will live on after the touring stops. But here's the deal. These guys are getting older, and he says it's incredibly demanding to do what they do, perform for two hours, carrying these guitars around for two hours, all the energy they have to have. Plus, he says they have about 30 pounds of gear that they have to wear just to do that. He said that can be very challenging, and at this point in their lives, it's more challenge than they want. So uh, he goes on to say you can play beat the clock, but ultimately the clock wins. Mm -hmm. So Paul Stanley says that this farewell tour will be the end, and it will wrap up at the end of next year. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I want to set the mood for a second. Give me a scary sound. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. Why is that always your know. scary sound? I don't have any other scary sounds. All right, so Halloween, y'all, is uh, how many days? 24 days away. There's a deal out there I was reading this morning that was talking about. Um, how parents do Halloween with their kids. And they say um, a lot of parents steal their kids' Halloween candy. 53% of parents admit to doing that. 47% of parents are lying. Correct. Because we always go in for it. Mm-hmm. And I always hope that somebody gives Kai candies I like that he doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we're kind of similar, though. Uh, there's some other stuff out there I was reading that said uh, a lot of people say that they buy way too much Halloween candy. With the vision of having more left over for themselves. I do that, but I, I'm telling you, I never have leftover candy. Because in our neighborhood, it's pretty busy. Yeah. So it's it's gone. And pretty much I have to always turn off the light. I'll run out thinking yeah. that, you know, I had a lot and I didn't. Why don't you buy more then? Because don't you want it to be left over? Yeah. Yeah. You ever buy the cheap candy to hand out to the kids and you keep the good candy? Uh, like the no. generic. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that either. That uh-huh. sounds dumb. Uh, they said don't buy your candy too early because many adults, when they buy the candy early, will eat it the entire <laughs> month <true>. of October. Forty-one <laughs> percent of parents say they take their kids to different neighborhoods to trick or treat. Yeah, which I've seen that in mm-hmm. neighborhoods I've lived in, where like you see people that are dumped off in cars. When I was a kid, you had to walk, and now there's people on four wheelers, on trailers, on golf carts. Right, they make it a hayride, and then they just yeah. go through the neighborhood. Today's kids are so lazy; they don't even walk on Halloween. <laughs> Is that wild? That's bad. We used to walk miles, it felt yeah. like, and these kids just hop on a trailer, yeah. <clears throat> walk up a sidewalk, get the candy, and get back on the trailer. Uh, what else do we see? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people will uh, turn the lights off on Halloween with the vision being they don't want to give out candy. Yeah. I've been guilty of that before, too. Hmm. 
Turn the lights off. Somebody's up at the door. They don't get it. We're not home. I turn all the lights out in the entire house. Leslie said one time that you will get on the bottom of the floor and just lay on the floor so people don't know you're home. If people can see through the front door, I will do that. No candy here. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so ignoring phone calls. The number one excuse people give when um, like they miss somebody's call. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't realize it. The number one excuse is, oh man, my phone was on vibrate and I didn't even feel it go off. Now that actually does happen to us sometimes because we do put our phones on vibrate and sometimes I forget to turn it back on and, you know, I go a couple of hours at home with it off. Yeah. Well, especially if you have, uh, like I have one of these watches too and like sometimes the notification goes to the watch and not the phone. Mm -hmm. So number two excuse, oh, my signal was bad and... I guess I was out of area when you tried to call. Hmm. I was in a meeting. I couldn't take the call. I was in a meeting. Or I was driving. These are all excuses people give for not being able to take the phone uh, huh. the phone call. Or there's the, I couldn't find my phone. I'm so sorry. I couldn't find my phone. To the person that has their phone in their hand every five seconds, and then they tell you they couldn't find their phone. <clears throat> so you I know the my people. kids. Yes. You know the people who do this. Uh, the number one person we we dodge phone calls from, who would you think? Our parents. Not the parents. Uh, they're number two. Friends first. Like certain friends. And they say the deal is is that if your friend is somebody who is a long talker, a time-consuming person, yep. you, you're likely to skip that one. Or if it's somebody who's whiny and complaining all the time, bringing negative stuff. Yeah, you have a list of those people over here. That you <laughs> Can we read them off? Let's not do that. Uh, we also have people who are needy, who always need something. You don't want to take those calls either. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, they say if you know somebody needs a favor, you're less likely Here's to take Here's the thing, it. though. You're saying all of these excuses. Yes. When you don't text back or call back, typically you don't ever have an excuse. No. You just go, oh, 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 oh sorry. Oh. Like you don't say anything. You need to come up with a better excuse. No, see, I don't lie. I just tell the truth. Ah, my bad. I just didn't get it. And then you look like a jerk. Well, we had that situation with a friend of ours, like a great friend of ours, who when I opened up my text, I realized I missed a text, the last text they sent. And I'm like, oh, now I have to respond to it later. After the fact. It's always bad. So the number one person you avoid are the whiny, needy friends. Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk to them, the time-consuming friends as well. Number two is family. Kelly says she ignores her family all the time. I did not say that. <laughs> Co-workers come in on the list, your boss, and then your significant other. So the person you're least likely to avoid is your significant other, though, followed by your boss. Well, that's good. So you know the the level of importance there, which one you need to make sure you get back with. And the friends, well, <laughs> it's hit and miss on if you want to take their call or not. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So, Brandon, when your wife has all of those boxes delivered to your house at Christmas, do you guys ever tip the mailman? Tip the mailman? Yeah, sometimes you're supposed to do that. You can. You are? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Well, this woman is probably not going to be tipping her mailman. Some lady near Cleveland caught her mail her mailman peeing on her mailbox last month. What? And it wasn't the first time he'd done it. She recently moved into a new apartment, and her landlord told her that there was an ongoing issue with the mailman who wouldn't stop peeing on their mailboxes. Okay. So when she saw him do it, she confronted him. (laughs) He hadn't even zipped up yet, so he was still going. 
So it's not clear if he peed on the base of the mailbox or farther up the post, but he started yelling at her and poured out a water bottle, apparently to wash away the pee. All right. She called the police who tracked the mailman down, and before they even asked him a question, he told them he had just spilled his water bottle. Of course. So that seemed kind of suspicious. He denied the whole thing and called the allegation crazy, but the cops said the mailbox still smelled like urine and cited him for public indecency. Who do you think smelled the the mailbox? You know, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think I want that gig. Yeah. Well, speaking of relieving yourself on a mailbox, I scared the postman yesterday by going to the door completely naked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm not sure what scared him more, my naked body, or the fact that I knew where he lived. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Ugh. Baxter in the morning. So I wonder if the ESPN team has rolled into Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro already today. Because hmm. I'm sitting here thinking to myself as I reflect on the fact that ESPN's going to, you know, we're going to be on ESPN tonight. It's mm-hmm. A-State football, and I'll be hosting the game. I'll be there at the game. And I just wonder, and I'd like to volunteer this information out there, I wonder if ESPN would like to run a feature on an ESPN original. Wow, you're basically like an OG. Because there is an ESPN original in the house, mm-hmm. uh, and this ESPN original might be older than some of the people who are currently on ESPN. Ooh. But do you realize that my entire career started 30, was it 30 years ago on ESPN? Wow. Yeah. Wh- how? What? So I was that kid, Teen Beat with Brandon Baxter, Global Wrestling Federation. It was on ESPN Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock. And that's where I started. They, I did this interview one time, just like a fan report, and they said, would you like to have your own segment on ESPN? And I said, uh, yeah, I want to do it. I'm 14 years old when this starts. Your own segment, and now kids are just dying for people to see them on YouTube at one time. Right. I was on ESPN every single day. Wow. And I look back, like literally, it's it's almost 30 years, 30 years to the month for sure. It might even be 30 years to the day. That I got started. So if you're one of the ESPN people and you're hearing this right now and you would like to do a feature on me, an ESPN original like Chris Berman, Stuart Scott, I'm right there in in that category with them. I mean, grab your camera and head to the station because it is going to be an extraordinary piece. It is. That is what I heard. Um, so here we go. I, I wanted to give you some audio of what I sounded like 30 years ago when I was doing this. And I'm actually going to put this up on my social media as well. So for those of you who are ESPN employees making decisions, oh. this might be what convinces you that this is the right thing. So again, 30 years ago, ESPN, Global Wrestling Federation, this is me, an ESPN original. Team Beat, I'm Brandon Baxter. North American champion Scott Putsky is being hunted by cowboy Johnny Mantell. Mantell is out to gain the title and prove that Putsky's victory over him was a fluke. But Putsky has been very impressive since becoming the champion and that he is deserving of having the belt around his waist. And in my opinion, Putsky will be champion for a long time to come. The light heavyweight champion, Terry Sims, has defeated all of the opponents. So this is, uh, that's uh, about 30 years ago. And you're about what age? About 14. Can you tell? I look like a pretty much a stud at 14. Were you a late bloomer? Like, did you... um... What, what, what does that mean? What did I say? What does that mean? Well, I was just your voice and, and stuff. I just didn't know. Maybe uh, I was nervous. Oh, okay. You don't think I sound the same today as I did back then? <laughs> no. 
I think you're a little bit different. Here we are today with Scott Plotsky. <laughs> it sounded like I was going out to do some type of a cartoon movie. How did you feel on the very first one you did? Were you scared to death? Scared to death because, like, here's the deal. I'm 14 years old, and everybody who works there is an adult. <clears throat> and I look back, and probably some of them might have been late 20s, early 30s, but there were wrestlers there in their 40s and 50s, and I was on the road with those guys. Wow. And we were at the Sportatorium every Friday night. We would shoot those television shows, and again, we had to have five shows a week on television. Wow. And that's where it started. So again, uh, much uh, like Chris Berman, Stuart yeah. Scott, I am an ESPN original. <laughs> oh, wow. So ESPN powers uh, the B. If you hear this this morning and you would like to do a feature on me tonight, I'm okay with it. Look at that. The phone is lighting up. Yes. Much like my friends. Uh, <laughs> who were those guys? The phone. The phone is ringing. Oh, the Wonder Pets. Yes. So, just like that. Just like the Wonder Pets. I'll be a wonder tonight to many of you <laughs> as uh, an ESPN original. I'm going to post that video if you've never seen me from that phase of my life. It's fairly embarrassing. My hair is poofy. It's long. Uh, my clothes are really awful. I'm 14. I do believe I have a blemish on my face over here that my mom tried to cover up with makeup as well because there's a little extra shine on one side of my cheek. But it's going up on Instagram and on Facebook in just a few minutes. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Also, I'll put it up on Twitter, which is Brandon on BBITN. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Still waiting to hear back from ESPN. (laughs) You might be waiting (laughs) for just a second. Pitching some ideas to them on Mm -hmm. uh, how they can feature me tonight. That sounds a little self-serving. It really does. How they can feature me. Should I tr- Maybe I should rephrase that. If they would like to do a feature on... Yeah, let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, October the 7th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Mickey Konechny of Stuttgart, who celebrates happy today. Birthday happy birthday. <clears throat> Also celebrating today, Angela King of Paragould is celebrating. Caden Cochran of Jonesboro turns 13. David Ward, Haskell, Arkansas, celebrating today. Gage Blue of Jonesboro. Courtney Daniel of Tyronza celebrates. Pam Wood of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Happy birthday, Pam. Uh, Joni Hunt-White of Marmaduke. We have Stephanie Flannery, who's a teacher at Sloan Hendricks. Happy birthday, and this says love from Matt. Uh, let's see here. We have Austin. Austin Hinman of Lepanto turning 18 years old today. Uh, let's see. These are all confusing, Kelly. Uh, Amy Simpkins and Alice Goodale, both from Walnut Ridge. They're celebrating. Amy uh, has her grandma Alice's birthday. No. Amy was her grandma Alice's birthday present yes. 15 years ago. So, oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Both having a birthday today. Yeah, I love that. All right, all right, let's see here. Monica Roan, 50 years old. This is from your mom. Uh, Tiffany McMinn from Memphis, Tennessee, celebrating a birthday. Jerry Moore of Pocahontas. We have Paul Bibby of Pocahontas celebrating. Rhett Reeves of Wynn is 13. This is our GM, uh, his great nephew. So happy birthday, Rhett. Cade Monday is a teenager turning 13 in Bay, Arkansas. So happy birthday. And Lane Wilson. Uh, from Heth, turning six as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say 
Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday today to Louis Capaldi, who is 25 today. You might know Louis Capaldi from this Another one. Another day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here to get me through it Louis Capaldi, 25 today. Celebrating today, Taylor Hicks turns 45. You remember Taylor Hicks? Hicks he was on American Idol. Yeah, and he was the one who had like gray hair when he was 30. Yeah, right. right. Happy birthday today to Simon Cowell, who is 62 today. Happy birthday to Tico Torres from Bon Jovi. He's 68. A little Bon Jovi for you this morning. Happy birthday, Tico Torres. Tico Torres celebrating a birthday today from Bon Jovi. David Hope from Kansas is 72. Ooh, see if you know this. Kansas is playing Arkansas, first National Bank Arena. In Jonesboro, March 26th. So that should be fun if you're a fan of Kansas. Happy birthday to Joy Behar, who is 79 from The View. And happy birthday today to John Cougar Mellencamp, who is 70. All right. John Cougar Mellencamp celebrating today. John Mellencamp, 70 years old today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. Oh, yeah. Life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. The walk on. Forget how much of this music I enjoy. Let's do one more. All my friends are small town. My parents live in the same small town. My job is a small town. Provides me opportunity. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend John Cougar Mellencamp, who turns 70 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Thursday morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. We have Country Music News today on Old Dominion. I threw my phone in the water, 
little push on the dock. She was packing her bags, I was popping her top. And she gone for the summer, gone for the night, gone for the week. So Old Dominion has a new album that comes out tomorrow. It's going to be called Time, Tequila, and Therapy. Uh, and Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion's talking about how they're working on uh, this album and a song called The Lonely Side of Town. And there was like a mix of maybe Motown and the Eagles, and they thought they wanted to take the song to a different level. So they reached out to a, an icon, and she said, yes, Gladys Knight Oh wow! is going to be featured on this Old Dominion song. And again, it's called Lonely Side of Town. Old Dominion has given us a sneak peek at what it sounds like and then some words from Gladys Knight. And uh, here's your sneak peek this morning. Calling on familiar more than a friend. You can find me right where I've always been. <laughs> no, I just love what you've done. It's it's so pure. And it's so just right at that person. And it's millions of people out there that's feel like feeling like that, you know. And especially those who are kind of a little shy. <laughs> They don't want to get back into it and know you had a good thing. So that's what I love about this song. That's pretty cool. Again, it's called Lonely Side of Town. It's going to be on the new album from Old Dominion, which is out tomorrow. We have country music news today on Dolly Parton. Well, Dolly Parton has come clean and she's letting everyone know who is her celebrity crush. In a new interview, 75-year-old Dolly revealed that the celebrity that she has a little bit of a crush on is Tonight Show host Jimmy Fallon. What? (laughs) I know. Dolly Parton says, quote, well, I have a crush on Jimmy Fallon. I think he's precious. He's so funny. We get along so good. She goes on to say, sometimes you never know who you're going to connect with. I've always had good luck with late night guys, you know. She said, I always had a nice relationship with David Letterman and Johnny Carson. Then she says, I guess it's just because you feel like you can be more free late at night. You don't have to worry about what you say. So uh, Dolly said when she was little that she also had a crush on Johnny Cash. She said she thought he was young and skinny and he just had that magnetism. Uh, The way he moved, she just loved how he moved when she was little. But Dolly Parton admits she has a crush on Jimmy Fallon, Johnny Cash, uh, but she's been happily married to her husband, Carl Dean, for over 55 years. That's great. Yeah. I love Dolly Parton. All right. So country music news today on Chris Stapleton. It don't matter to me we are, it's funny you mentioned Jimmy Fallon because uh, Chris Stapleton appeared on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and one of uh, Stapleton's guitarists couldn't be there. So Jimmy Fallon stepped in. And he literally is playing guitar. Like, he's Mm -hmm. hyper-talented. They did the song, You Should Probably Leave. You're going to hear this, and it starts with Fallon getting up there on stage, and he kind of warms up the guitar, and then it goes into Stapleton. This is what it sounded like. That's Jimmy Fallon. It's a good song, too. Even his movements are funny. I know it ain't all that liberty should probably leave. I recognize that look in your eyes, yeah, you should probably leave.
literally Jimmy Fallon with the backup vocals as well. That's up on uh, Fallon's YouTube if you want to check it out. It's Chris Stapleton from Jimmy Fallon. We've got country music news today on Jameson Rogers. Some girls get the mama on the phone, take a trip back home, pretend they never knew. So big congratulations to Jamison Rogers and Luke Combs as they land the number one spot this week on the country music chart with this song right here. There's a cold beer calling my name. Feel a good time coming. Got a new song humming and the sunset's doing this thing. Feeling lucky as a seven. Yeah, sometimes heaven is a pocket full of payday green. And my baby putting sugar on me. Yeah, show up in a pretty damn good day. It's Cold Beer Calling My Name, and it's number one right now from Jamison Rogers and Luke Combs. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is October the 7th, and today in pop culture in 1986, the police released their final single uh, and then called it a career. What a career, though. What great music. But the final single was this one. Today in pop culture in 1989, Paula Abdul had her first album out. It was number one in the U.S. The album was called Forever Your Girl, and it featured, well, the title track. This was a really big album, though. Also featured... Also on the album was this one. And this one. It's the cat video. We come together because I'm the That was 1989. Today in pop culture in 2003, there was new governor elected in the state of California. His name, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Yeah, governor in 2003. Uh, let's see here. Today in pop culture, let's back up a little bit. Uh, 1995, Alanis Morissette, her album, Jagged Little Pill. It was at the top of the album's charts. Of course, it featured iconic songs of the mid-90s. also featured the song Ironic. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like rain. It's a Also on the Jagged Little Pill album by Alanis Morissette. It's 
Alanis Morissette was our Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, in 95? Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, let's see. Today in pop culture in 2008, Spotify launched as a streaming platform. You can listen to us on Spotify mm-hmm. on the podcast. All you have to do is search Brandon Baxter in the morning on Spotify. Uh, today in pop culture in 2017, this is a big one for those of you who remember listening back in 2017. My favorite song at the time <laughs> went to number one in the U.S., Cardi B. I don't dance now. I make money move. Say I don't gotta dance. I make money move. If I see you now, speak. Here's what's crazy. That was four years ago. Mm-hmm. That's wild. And also today, pop culture in 2017. This is the the day where uh, Jason Aldean was on SNL after the Las Vegas uh, shootings, and he performed the song "I Won't Back Down" on SNL. Uh, a truly great performance and such an emotional deal for Jason to be the guy. Up there performing because he was the guy on stage when uh, the shooter started shooting. This is Jason Aldean from SNL. Two thousand seventeen, Jason Aldean on SNL. Today is October the seventh, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for having us on today. I'm still waiting to hear back from ESPN. I was thinking about maybe trying to DM them or something. Well, I'm sure they're just in meetings this morning, and that's why you haven't heard from them. Because no doubt they're going to be blowing up your phone. I think they still have time to run a feature on me tonight during the game. So, yeah. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, I revealed this morning that it was 30 years ago that I was on ESPN. Literally, I was one of the ESPN originals. You think of Chris Berman, you think of Stuart Scott, you think of me doing Team Beat on the Global Wrestling Federation on ESPN. Listen, do not put yourself in with Stuart Scott. Rest in peace. Do not put no. him, put yourself in there. I'm not saying I was as good as him, but I'm just saying that. You know, in the lineage of ESPN, I was on there 30 years ago, and I was an ESPN original. Who was your boss back then? Video Bob was one of my bosses. That's what we called Video Uh Bob, Max Andrews. Legitimately, they were my bosses. Okay, that's you're making that up. Oh, why would I make that up? Whose name is Video Bob? Well, that's what we called him because he was the video guy. Okay. I was Idiot Brandon because I was an idiot, but still... (laughs) Uh, the video's up if you want to check it out. This is me, 14, on ESPN. So if you're an ESPN rep or one of the one yeah. of the people calling the game tonight and you want me on the show, want yeah. to feature me, uh, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook and on Instagram. Also, if you want to see it on Twitter, it's Brandon on BBITM. I'm not making it up. Le- legitimately, I was on ESPN. Do I need to share this as well? Do you want me to start sharing this oh, yeah, and tagging yeah. ESPN in it? Yeah, and if anybody knows who all is going to be here for the game, call in the game. If you could let me know and just uh, you know message me or something. Hmm. So, What? <laughs> I just think they like to do the nostalgic things, and I know it's probably not going to make college game day on Saturday, you know, but we could make the thing tonight. And every once in a while, they need those good tear jerkers, those good encouraging stories, yeah. and you really do have just like a a really great story. I'll have to think about what's going to be sad about it. Maybe my Listen, entire you, life in high school. Okay. <laughs> 
But you can't make up anything to try to get on ESPN. I'm not going to make anything up. I'll just have to bear my soul. Oh, that's okay. what I'm good at is bearing my soul. Uh-huh. <clears throat> also, uh, I do have something <laughs> I need to discuss with you this morning. Oh. Uh, and Kelly has no idea that I'm going to bring this up publicly, but I think I need to. Uh, last night, no, just just hear me out. Last night, we went out and supported Coach Butch Jones in A-State football at the Coaches Show. Uh, you know, So we're, we're there with him, and we're there as a group. It's me and my wife and my son. It's Kelly and her son, Kurt, and we're all hanging out. We get back, and it's been raining, and it's kind of dark, and we have a long driveway. <laughs> Oh, Kelly's going to back no. out. And uh, I don't know what oh, happened. Oh, no. But she ruined half of my yard. No, but you know what Kurt said? Because <laughs> Kurt was going to drive home, and he's like, Mom, I'm not backing down their driveway because Brandon will sit there, and he'll make fun of me. No, a hundred percent you would. So I get in there because I don't care if you make fun of me. Yeah. So I get in there, and I will just say I can go down that driveway really quick. Yeah, but, unfortunately, it's not but, just down the driveway; it's down the yard but as well. Last night, as I, I I get to the mailbox, Kurt starts going. <laughs> he's like, "Mom, mom, let me get a video." And I went wide. He's like, "Look what you did to his yard!" Yes, it wasn't that bad. It was just one. It was just two tires. So the way it starts off is it's it's I don't know what time it is, but you know we live in a quiet neighborhood. It's a one street neighborhood, and <laughs> it's probably I don't know eight eight thirty eight forty five something like that. Uh-huh. And as we're walking into our house and Kelly's about to leave, she's honking the horn. I just did it once to scare you, and it worked. So, All three of you jumped because who honks a horn that late at night? And it was glorious. So then we look back at her, and I make a mean face at her, and I think Kai makes a mean face at her, and she decides. She's going to act like she's going to speed down the driveway. But when she hit the gas, she swerved into my yard. And and all of a sudden, I go out there and I'm looking at it. And there's tire tracks and mud on my driveway. I'll come over there and... and, uh like hose it off today. No, oh, you yeah. need to get me some sod to replace the I sod you destroyed. I'm not going to get you a sod. Yes, you are. No. It's, it's If I destroyed your yard, I would feel responsible for it. This is a new house. We've only been there for a year, and you've destroyed the yard. Okay, I'll get your whole yard re-sodded. Not the whole yard, just probably an acre or two. An acre. Don't let Kelly come to your house, y'all. It's a disaster every time. Oh, come on. And again, ESPN, I'm right here. Hit me up if you need me. I'll be here all day. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's Red Wolves fans all over the state of Arkansas, and as we speak with you this morning, as we share the morning with you, we want to invite you guys to join us for A-State football. I'm excited. It's a big game. ESPN's in town, and, um, you know, it's A-State in Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. Coach Butch Jones, we spoke with him last night. He's ready, and I thought I thought we'd check in this morning. We had the chance to see uh, the Chancellor of Arkansas State, Kelly Danfus, last night. You think it's a bad idea just to randomly call him um well he is busy doesn't he have like somebody that does a schedule and everything mm-hmm. but i think you know because he's i mean you are an espn original if if he knows that then i, I would assume as soon as he sees your name he's going to answer the phone I, I do believe it pops up brandon baxter dash espn original oh whenever I call yeah him. i need to change you and my phone for that let me <clears> see if, let me see he might not answer because I get that he's busy, and typically you do have to go through his office to like schedule media. Yeah, but 
I mean, you are OG, though. I mean, we'll see if he'll make an exception for this. Mm-hmm. Why does it feel like <laughs> I'm scared I'm dialing the wrong number because it's live? We've done that before. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're talking to the wrong person. Good morning. This is Kelly. Boom. Hey! Dr. Danfus. Hey, what's Go- going on? Good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing great. He answered. Hey, I know we're normally supposed to go. (laughs) Well, I know we're normally supposed to go through your office, um, but we thought we would just see if you would pick up. Yeah, I did. I'll I'll take your call any day. Uh, You just made his day. Hey, like legit, we're we're fired up about tonight. And as we speak to people all over Arkansas tonight, I wanted to give you the opportunity to tell people, uh, you know, from your perspective, from the perspective of the university, why is ESPN being in town such a big deal? Well, you know, one of the things that's great about college athletics is, uh, you know, for one thing, it's great that uh, you, it's a great way for alumni to kind of keep connected with the university and so on. So alumni who are around the country can kind of catch up with what's going on back back, uh, back home at, uh, in, in Jonesboro. But it also allows um, people who don't know much about Arkansas State or about Jonesboro, uh, but all the things we're doing here, it gives them a chance to see what's happening here, not just the football game itself, but we have an opportunity to showcase the campus and about the support that our fans give to uh, give to the school, and then also Jonesboro and Northeast Arkansas as well. So, you know, whenever they uh, come back from a commercial, for example, on ESPN, they always show like some kind of scene, you know, some place on on campus or or in the city, um, and uh, it's a it's a way to kind of show you know how how you know how how beautiful the place is here, and also about how much uh, our fans support the school, how much. Uh, uh, support there is for uh, for our uh, for our Red Bulls. You know, it's wild because I'll go through, and if there's football on, I try to find a game that kind of interests me. And visually, I want to be interested in the game as well. And if I tune in and, and the stadium doesn't look all that great, or if the crowd looks kind of small, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. And that's why we want this to be, you know, as many people in that stadium tonight as we can get, because we want to show them what we have to offer and show that to the entire country. Well, everyone knows that Thursday night games are tough for attendance because people can't travel very easily to get here like they would on a Saturday. Right. And, um, you know, students, uh, students will be there because they got class tomorrow. And so they're here on campus. So it's, uh, we're hoping that we're going to go student turnout, but it's always hard for, for, um, for the non-student fan to, to make it a little bit harder. And if you look at stadiums around the country on Thursday nights, there's some stadiums that have been, you know, the attendance has been, you know, really challenging because just people just can't get there. And uh, plus, the other, the, the, this, the another side effect here is the game's on TV, so people can stay home and watch the game on TV as well. The difference about tonight is that tonight's going to be beautiful weather. I mean, it's yeah. going to be about, you know, 75 degrees at kickoff and uh, kind of a, couldn't, ima- couldn't ask for better weather for today. And so hopefully people will say, you know what, I'm just going to go to the game and buy a $5 ticket. Uh, go sit and maybe I haven't been to a game for a couple of years. Uh, got take my my wife and my my two kids and spend twenty bucks on on tickets and have a fun night out yeah. supporting the team and maybe see something pretty spectacular happen because you know we've got a really great team coming in the highest ranked team that's ever come to Jonesboro is coming in with Coastal Carolina and uh, maybe see some history here when we beat them. When you mentioned the $5 tickets, it's just extra incentive to get people to come out. And I can speak from it, and I know you can too, just from being at the last couple of games. 
It seems like people are just excited to be able to gather again. They're excited to be back at football again. There's smiles, there's high fives, there's hugs. You're seeing people that you haven't seen in a couple of years, and it just feels so good to be back in that stadium. Well, you know, and I think there is still a little bit of, you know, COVID wariness where people are a little nervous about coming out. So we haven't had large crowds yet, uh, but we've had great crowds. The crowds that have been there have been very active and you're right. There's a different kind of energy on on the campus on game day generally. And uh, of course, it's been a while since uh, we've had a game day at home because we're we've been on the road for three weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, but I can tell that people who are coming to the game are going, man. I kind of I really missed doing this because COVID. Maybe some folks who who sat out for a couple of years coming back, and so yeah, there's something really exciting about going to a college football game. It's the pageantry and the excitement and the opportunity to support your hometown or maybe even your 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 uh, alma mater uh, are always, you know, I think it's kind of an exciting time in your life to be able to go back and, and to support your, support your school. Even if you didn't attend Arkansas State, it's still your school, right? Right. I mean, we live here. This is our team. Yeah. They're the home team. Uh, at the same so school. You had a, you've done something really neat, and I know you're always trying to incentivize uh, students to come in because we know the students are on campus and the energy they bring is always unique when they come into the stadium. So this time you had the vision of incentivizing, uh, incentivizing them with some, some more stuff you were going to hand out, some more swag as they walked in. And it seems like this idea of the towels has, has taken off and blown up a little bigger than you even anticipated. Yeah, it's interesting. So you know, we were, again, always trying to think of ways to, you know, get, get students excited about being there. And, you know, the, some schools have real students going to the game. And, and A-State has a, a, a really, you know, strong tradition of, of, of some students going, but not, but not all students going. So we're trying to get students not just come to football, but to basketball and baseball and volleyball and so on. And um, at the first game, hang on a second. You're good. <laughs> we know you're busy. <laughs> that was that was my uh, alarm to get ready for my meeting at eight thirty. So, right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so the first game, we bought T-shirts for all the students. We handed them out when they went entered the stadium, and for some reason, they didn't wear this T-shirt. They just kind of hung on to them, and I thought they thought it was like a gift. They didn't understand they're supposed to wear it at the game, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, and so I thought I, w- I walked to the student section and said, "Why why aren't you wearing your shirt?" And they're like. Well, I just you know I thought we just got a free T-shirt, and so uh, so I thought, well, maybe you guys could just like you know, at least you got it in your hand. Maybe you can just uh, like wave it around or something, and, and it just didn't take off. And so I literally was sitting on this or standing on the sidelines thinking, well, what else could I do? I said, well, maybe if I hand them a towel, they at least have that in their hand. They'll know they're supposed to do something with that. And right. so <laughs> literally on the sideline at the second game when people were wearing their shirts, I said. Well, let's get a towel for the next time. Now we had you know, we had about three weeks to get ready for the next for the next game, and so we uh, we designed a towel. We called it the Howell Towel. The Chancellor's Office, uh, you know, uh, sponsored it, and and uh, we bought uh, 750 for the students for the student section. And then I started showing it to people and said, "Hey, here's what we're going to do for the students." And, and people started saying, "Hey, where can I where can I buy one of those?" And I said, yeah. "Oh, we're not really." You're not really selling these. We're just giving these to students, and people wanted them. And so we were lucky. We've got great relationships with textbook brokers, and and uh, so what we ended up doing is I just added a thousand a thousand uh, towels to our order at the last minute. They printed wow. a, a few more extra ones, and we're selling the 
the Howell towels for five dollars um, at the at the game. And so, what what'll be great for the non-students who buy the towel? There, we, we'll end, the profit is about two dollars on each towel that we're selling. Right. And what what we'll make on the non-student towels will almost cover the cost of the student towels. So oh, it'll be kind of cool. So students actually full of people wearing towels, using towels. And then there'll be, you know, towels scattered throughout the rest of the stadium as well. And then maybe if we can get a sponsor, we can actually get uh, towels for the next game as well for everybody to have a towel. So, uh, and I think, you know, you go to watch a Pittsburgh Steelers game. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wearing those, uh, the, the uh, terrible towels, right? Or oh, yeah. the terrible towels. It can really have an impact on the, on the visual effect of the fans and the fans kind of participating in the action as well. The, the student athletes really feed off the fans that are in the stands as well. So not only is it great visually for people watching the game to see the fans in the stands. It's also great for our student athletes to see the support of the students and the, and the community as well. So it's a big game tonight. It's going to be big game. $5 tickets to get in. Coastal Carolina's here. It's Coach Butch Jones, and he's fired up. Uh, and, you know, we all want to see an upset tonight. So ESPN, you can watch it on TV, but better yet, come out and support this team in person. There's really no excuses. The weather's perfect. The invitations there, ticket prices are great. Students get the towels, $5 towels on the other side. Man, you're doing a great job to encourage people to uh, to come in, and we just appreciate the fact that you took our call this morning. Well, I'm happy to do it, and thanks for reaching out. All right, we'll talk to you later and see you tonight, okay? Bye, Kelly. Bye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Dr. Kelly Dampus, the Chancellor of Arkansas State University, here on Arkansas's Morning Show. This is Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, I'm just impressed that the Chancellor of Arkansas State randomly took our call. <laughs> like, That's going to make your day all day. Like, it? how cool is mm-hmm. that? Anyway, thanks for getting up and starting your day with us. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. This is a good one. All Did right. you know there's no expiration date on honey? It's the only food that can actually last forever. That ain't true. It's true. Just ask Miss Angie. Hey, does Miss Angie, did you tell me she's about to launch hot honey? Yeah. Like, yes, like she spicy is. Like honey? Mm-hmm. That sounds I know. Good. Come on. Man. Did you know the top toys today have more computer power than the Apollo 11 mission to the moon? No way. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. And did you know CBS used to artificially add bird sounds to their golf coverage until the year 2000 when a bird expert noticed the noises didn't match birds that lived in the area and exposed the scam. Oh my goodness, that is wild. (laughs) And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You love your pets. You know I do. Your dogs. Mm -hmm. Your dogs are your dogs. I love my dogs. So a lot of people love their dogs, but let me ask you how much you love them. If I said on a scale of one to 10, like a love scale, one being the least, 10 being the most, how much would you love them on a scale of one to 10? Today, right now, before I go home, a 10. Would you uh, would you get in a physical fight if somebody, like let's say they tried to come up and take one of your dogs, would you be willing to physically fight someone? Yes. You would. Somebody comes into your yard, they come after... How big a boy are you? Okay, that one. <laughs> there was a deal I was reading that was saying three in five pet owners claimed that if their like a, their building was on fire, their house was on fire, they would run into a, bird, a burning building to save their pet. Three out of five. Wow. So, it's up in flames. Uh-huh. One of your dogs is inside. Do you risk your own life 
for your pet. With everyone that's listening, like firefighters and first responders and all that, I'm sorry, but yes. You run in. I really know that it's not smart, but yes. I think for me as a person, and again, I've, it's never happened, but I do think if one of my animals was inside, I would completely lose my mind and go. You, you jump in. You run right in well, the front I mean, door. It depends kind of where the fire is, but yeah, yeah, you, you, I think I would. What would you do if it was uh, your kid? Well, obviously. Stay outside? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run in, Kurt. No. Well, I would hope that the 18-year-old could get out, but yeah. So you just let him fend for himself? No, Brandon. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. Here's what I want you to do. Three out of five would run into a burning building, but you have to know how to do that and be smart about it. Yeah. No, I get it. You know, you just want, oh, here I go. So do this. I want you to walk out in the hall, <laughs> and I want you to approach this room like there's smoke in here, okay? And I want you to, to enter the room how you would enter it. Okay. Okay. So Kelly's actually walking outside. I'll pretend like this uh, this deal over here is her animal. All right, come in. Yep, that that's it. She's she's crawling. Lower. You have to get lower than that. You stop, have to drop and roll. No, you have no. You don't stop, drop and roll. Right. That's if you're on fire. Oh. No, don't roll into the fire. You've got to stay lower. No, you have to be lower than that. Get smoke, lower than that. Where right. The smoke doesn't get you. So you don't get smoke insulation. Just so you know, you're showing your whale tail. Brandon Baxter, do not say that. Take uh, it back. I shouldn't back. say that. I take it back. That is, oh my. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I have something to say to you. You need to take whatever you just said before we went to break back. We didn't go to break. We to a it. song. Is today your first day? No, no. What do, you, what do you mean to take back? Well, I was showing you how I would go and save my uh, dogs no, from were, a fire. You were crawling. I know. Which was that the correct thing no, to do? I yeah. didn't think you'd really come back in crawling. Well, I was doing the correct thing, but nobody saw you crawling, but me. R- right, but you also said that you saw something when you did oh, not. That's uncomfortable. I wish. No, you-, you referenced yourself. You basically referenced yourself like from thirty years ago. I did what? No, that's not a thirty year ago thing. People still say whale tail. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I guarantee you, people still do. I get all the college guys say that. Do they really? That's what they say. Okay, well, that was not a correct statement. What is not a correct statement? What you said that you have your whale tail showing. Yes, you don't mean to tell people that it wasn't, and it's not. No, it was. I don't have that. You don't. No. Why not, Brandon? (laughs) Y'all. No, you brought it up. I didn't bring no, this up. No, you lied. You lied to everyone on the radio. Why would I lie about that? Because you're you. Why would I? Make, Y'all know why he'd lie. Why would I? That's for a dumb. A that's a that's a dumb story. He's laughing no, now. I'm not laughing. I'm just smirking mm-hmm. because you're embarrassed that uh-huh. everybody knows that that's what okay. you're doing. <laughs> Brandon. Also today, <clears throat> are you going to post a Throwback Thursday? I may. All right, you work on that. Uh-huh. I have my Throwback Thursday video, which proves legitimately <laughs> that I am an ESPN original. So when you think of the original ESPN crew, you think of like Chris Berman, you think of Stuart Scott, and you think – saying their names. You think of me. I was on no. ESPN 30 years ago. Every single day I was on ESPN. And now that ESPN's in Arkansas today, I just want to give a shout-out to the producers and mm-hmm. uh, the talent who's going to be hosting the game tonight. If you guys want to do a feature – on an ESPN original that lives here in uh, Arkansas. You can feature me tonight. I'm, I'm up for it, and I'll make time in my day to to do some interviews and stuff. I mean, they, they don't even know what they're stumbling upon. 
Yeah, so if you if you are like, oh, he's full of it, and I don't believe him, you can go and watch oh, my my ESPN clip. It's up this morning from uh, the Global Wrestling Federation Teen Beat on ESPN. I've posted mm-hmm. that Instagram and on Facebook. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you're on Twitter, it's Brandon on BBITM. You are listening right now to a mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. ESPN original. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, it's game day, and that means Arkansas State football finally gets to play back at home. It's a big game tonight. It's going to be a tough game just because, I mean, Coastal Carolina has been really, really good the last two seasons. Mm -hmm. The highest-ranked team to ever come and play in Jonesboro at the stadium. So that's a big deal. Um, ESPN's here. That's a big deal. National television. People across the country can see us. Our fans, if students, I mean, they always get great shots of the students. You guys have the chance Mm -hmm. to be on television tonight and you know, there's the opportunity, like we talked to Kelly Danfus about earlier today, you can get $5 tickets, The like 750 of the students are going to get those uh, towels mm-hmm. to come in and wave, and the other towels are going to be on sale. Really, the atmosphere should be good, and yeah. it's going to be beautiful. There's really no excuse. But mm-hmm. if you're one of those people who on game day, you're like, hey, I want to watch the game, but I think I want to watch it at home. What you're going to miss is the excitement, mm-hmm. the energy, the pageant, the pageantry. You're going to miss the opportunity to take your kids out and your family and your friends out and just get together if you want to get together and see people. And you're going to see people you haven't seen in a long time at the game. And this is college football. I realize that these guys are young adults, but they're also kind of they're students. They need people to be in the stands to support them, to see them clapping and cheering. That helps them play better. Yeah, and it encourages everybody. It makes for the atmosphere to be right. I, I told uh, the chancellor earlier today, you know, sometimes I'll flip through and I'll find a football game where, you know, the stadium looks like it's, you know, empty or something like that. And to me, it just kind of takes me out of the game. It doesn't matter if the game is good. You want the environment to look good. And that's why we encourage you to be there tonight, be in the stadium, show off our city, our state, mm-hmm. our university on ESPN. So uh, kickoff time is 630. Kelly and I start our broadcast from the Embassy Suites at 2.30, so if you want to pregame with us, there's all the stuff you can do there. They've got food, they've got beverages, they've got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so we'll pregame and uh, then walk over to the game and be a part of that. So A-State football, you can still get tickets, $5 tickets on the east uh, side of the stadium, which is awesome. Where can mm-hmm. you go for 5 bucks at this point? Right. Uh, you can find out more, get those tickets online. AstateRedWolves.com Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about how I am truly an ESPN original. <laughs> Y'all, I've been dealing with this all morning. You know, you've heard of Chris Berman. You've heard uh-huh. of Stuart Scott. Oh, um, don't do it. I was there 30 mm-hmm. years ago on ESPN. So we'll see if they feature me tonight <laughs> on a state football. Also, why Kelly is not allowed in our neighborhood. Not only is she not allowed at our house anymore, she's not allowed in our neighborhood anymore. Mm. That's on the podcast today as well. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? Thursday night football, the Seattle Seahawks host the Los Angeles Rams, but we're not going to be watching that because we're going to be at the A-State game. Boom, and that game's on ESPN uh, tonight as well, but mm-hmm. come to the game. Yes. If you want to DVR to see if you can see yourself, that's awesome, but try to be out there and be a part of this. Tonight's schedule also includes Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, Law & Order, SVU, and Big Sky. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you tonight at A-State football and back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.